National Vaquita Day is July 18th. The Vaquita's scientific name is Vecina Sinus. These ocean creatures have unique facial designs which make them look like they are smiling. The mammal is the smallest cetacean. Uh, the Vaquita is critically endangered. Hi, my name is Ava. My name is Anya. I'm Liam. My name is Ola. And my name is Greta. We'll be talking about the vaquita and demonstrating what you can do to take it off the endangered list. We will be interviewing David Bader, a representative from Marine Mammal Care, to find out what you can do individually to help save our environment and endangered animals like the vaquita. Let's hop straight into the interview with Mr. Bader. We asked Mr. Bader why the vaquita is critically endangered. Vaquita's population has been in, in rapid decline for a number of years. Um, they are uh, an endangered species at the brink of becoming extinct. There are only about nine vaquita left in the world today, um, in and around that city of San Felipe. Um, probably at their highest abundance, you know, maybe several thousand. Um, animals once once existed, never a huge population, you know, never tens of thousands or more uh, vaquita. Um, so always a really small population, but now uh, because of uh, gillnet fishing, which is a type of fishery um, used, uh, the type of method of fishing used in the Gulf, um, vaquita become entangled and they drown in these nets and their numbers have declined. We asked Mr. Bader what you can do to help save the vaquita. It would be to have something very tangible and very specific that, that everybody could do, right? And that in doing so, you would help save that one species. Uh, for the vaquita, the challenges that have brought it to the place where it's at today are, are really big challenges. Um, and, you know, they're innumerable different things. Um, and so there, there isn't a simple way of solving the problem for the vaquita. I think the thing that most people can do is to learn from what's going on um, and apply that, those lessons learned to broader things, right? So to expand a very specific question and make it broad. So what did we learn from vaquita? You know, we learned that a species can go from, you know, several hundred to less than a hundred in just a couple of years, you know? And, and so where we draw that line to say that a species is at imminent risk of, of becoming extinct, we may need to think about it a little bit more critically and say, we might want to start doing conservation me measures when there are, you know, several thousands, if not tens of thousands of animals, but it looks like their trajectory is, is going down. And we see that with a number of other species that we can apply these lessons learned to. And we can also recognize that it's people who have caused the challenges with biodiversity and with the vaquita, the biodiversity loss in the vaquita. And so if we're gonna solve problems, we have to address people. And we have to shift and change the way that we deal with the people to solve our problems, right? It sounds normal and natural and all of that, but the way that we typically approach saving species is to build fences around them, right? Um, and to keep everybody away and to stop fishing and to have regulations and all of these things. It's no, 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 right? And that's how we're going to solve all of our problems. 
But what does that do for all of the the fishermen that are that are there, right? Their livelihoods um, rely upon earning money from the sea, from catching fish. It just happened that that also was causing the vaquita to go extinct. So how do we work with fishermen to change the way they go about earning their livelihood so that they can live a prosperous, healthy life, and so can the vaquita? And if we are people-focused in our approaches, then, then we can solve, start to solve some of these really big problems, right? So, you know, we could apply that to climate change or something like that. It's, it's really behavior of people that's the challenge with climate change. You know, it's not, you know, the, the sea level is rising. You know, we can build a big wall to protect us from the rising sea, or we can change our behavior um, and maybe keep the sea from rising so high. But either way you look at it, you're going to have to ask people to go do something. It's either you're going to have to go build a wall or you're going to have to stop, you know, burning fossil fuels. Um, but but you, you have to engage with people to make these these things, these big changes happen. And the people who are expert in that are social scientists, people who um, know more about what's going on inside of here um, than what's going on out there necessarily. Um. Our interviewee, Dave Bader, suggested that to help the vaquita, we should learn about them. So I did some research by myself and discovered that although gill nets, the nets that are hurting the vaquita and the toto aba, were banned, there is still illegal gill net fishing for toto aba, therefore still trapping the vaquita. Mexico tried to stop gill net fishing, but failed to enforce the ban, making the vaquita still an extremely rare animal. We came into this podcast expecting to find an answer, expecting to find something that we can do. But the unfortunate truth is that there isn't one thing we can do. We came into this podcast. Do you want to play a part in helping these endangered species? You can donate, volunteer, and visit places like porpoise.org, World Wildlife Fund, Aquariums in the Pacific, and Marine Mammal Care Center. You can use hashtags like Pied for a Porpoise, hashtag for a Porpoise, hashtag Save the Vaquita to raise awareness for these species. One thing that you can do to help save the vaquita is talk to fishermen and women, which is what social scientists specialize in, in order to figure out a way that they can make a living without hurting endangered animals and animals in general. One way you can all help the vaquita is to do what I did and learn more about them. Research the nets that they are getting caught in, the reasons they are getting caught in these nets, and any other questions about the vaquita that are intriguing you. To help the animals more, we should spread the word. Spread the information on this podcast so more people can help solve this problem.